This is perhaps the most controversial topic in stand-up comedy. This video will probably not satisfy anyone on either side or all around regarding this topic because it involves something nobody likes anymore. Nuance! Remember, as you watch this video, just like every other video, it's just my opinion. Here goes. Are women funny? Yes, of course they're funny. It's a ridiculous question when you think about it. However, if women are funny, why aren't there more successful female comics? That's a totally different question. I'm going to speak in generalizations because I don't have time to list out all the exceptions to the rule. Feel free to go at it in the comments and give every example you want. I can't make this video too long, so I'm going to stick to generalities. Christopher Hitchens famously laid out why there's far fewer funny women than there are men. I thought he made very good points. I agree with a lot of it, uh, particularly the one where he talks about how men need to be funny in order to be successful in the dating market or sex market to, to attract a woman men need to be funny or super hot, but guys aren't usually super hot. I'm shocked at what women find attractive in terms of physical looks. Women, on the other hand, they don't have to rely on a sense of humor. They can just be pretty. Now, is it the patriarchy that are holding women back? To some degree, yes. I don't like the term the patriarchy. But our cultural norms in the early days of stand-up, once it hit television, definitely kept women out. It was considered low-class for a woman to be bawdy, as they once said, on TV. It was unladylike. Women could be in comedy duos, but they were usually playing the dits. And think about where comics performed. Outside of vaudeville in the early days and then the Catskills, it was usually at burlesque shows. So to see a fully clothed woman telling jokes in between burlesque dancers, the men that attended these shows, they weren't too keen on that. Then at some point there was a cultural shift and more women pushed their way through those barriers and became famous, and they were hilarious, and men stopped thinking that way, and women stopped thinking that way, to some degree, because the prevailing thought that comedy was a man's game, it's very hard to overcome. I mean, that was built in for many, 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 many years, and that still holds true to this present moment. It takes a lot to change that perception. There's been a strong push by women and show business, the industry, to change that dynamic, to give more women opportunities so that they can shine. I know from writing on shows in the 2000s, um, the early 2000s and mid-2000s, to some degree, they were always trying, like the top priority was to get a female writer in the writer's room, to get also a minority writer that wasn't necessarily female. That's a whole different video, but 
they were actively searching for that. So is it totally fair now? No, I don't think so. I think that there's still prejudice, not only in the minds of bookers and clubs, and um, it's definitely changed in Hollywood, but uh, in the general public, there's still this perception that, oh, women just talk about their periods, or they're not funny like men are. And I, I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't agree with that way of thinking. And I'll give you plenty of examples of women that I find hilarious. But here's one of the reasons why I think there's such a disparity that I've never heard anybody else talk about. Think about how kids are. Little boys bond by teasing each other and making fun of each other. Little girls bond by complimenting each other and being nice to each other. That's radically different. The old saying goes, men say nasty things to each other that they don't really mean. Women compliment each other when they don't really mean it. So men are starting with an advantage because they've been busting balls their entire life. I find that dynamic flipped since I've been on Twitter. On Twitter, I follow way more funny, just random accounts that are women because they pull back that veil of politeness and they're bitchy and they're vicious and they're tea. You know what I mean? And it's so refreshing. I like hearing the stuff that they're thinking behind the scenes. But they grew up in an environment where that's not appreciated or tolerated. But on Twitter, anonymous, they can just slice and dice people. It, I love it. I wish more female comics realized that and would do it on stage. I would enjoy a lot more of the comedy. One comic who does that is Natasha Legero. I met Natasha in probably 1999, 2000. We were comedy friends. I hired her to put one of my buddy's uh, screenplays into final draft format. And then she gave me some books as a gift by Charles Bukowski. And she's like, this guy reminds me of you. And I didn't know who Bukowski was at the time. I read it and I was a raging alcoholic at the time. And I was horrified and it eventually helped me stop drinking. But man, she dresses up to the nines when she goes on shows or does specials. She acts like... She's better than everyone. She, she, like, she's a bitch. And, and it's funny because I know, she also talks about how she didn't grow up that way. So it's like she's putting on the airs of an aristocrat, but she, like, grew up in a trailer or something. It's so great to watch for me. My favorite YouTuber is a girl named Shoe on Head. Her real name is June. It's, that's widely known. I'm not doxing anybody. She's so great. She's the one in my thumbnail. And I, I'm going to link to her video that the thumbnail is from. And it's her take. It, it includes Christopher Hitchens and then a feminist take on women in comedy and then a non-feminist take and then her take. And this is from years ago. But, man, she just... Because she is so adorable, she gets away with saying stuff that I would be banned from YouTube for saying. I would be banned from most social media for saying. 
but it's adorable and funny, like cuttingly funny to watch her videos. She doesn't pull any punches. She goes straight for the jugular. Go watch a few of her recent videos. I think you'll get what I'm talking about. I can rattle off a bunch of female comics that I personally enjoy. Maria Bamford is at the top of that list. And that, I don't even think of her as a female comic. I think of her as Maria Bamford. She's at the top of my list for comics I enjoy, period. Same with Thea Vidal. Oh my gosh, she has one joke that I can't repeat because it has a word in it, but it involves haggis, the Scottish meal. Paula Bell, Lunell, Leanne Morgan, Tignataro, Jackie Cashin. I mean, there's so many. I don't know a lot of the current female comics, like the newer ones. I also don't know a lot of the current male comics because when you're... (laughs) When you've been doing this as long as I've been doing it, you wind up hating watching stand-up comedy. I don't watch anybody's specials unless it's for a reason. Unless it's one of the few that I, I grew up liking. It's Being a comic ruins comedy. It's like being a magician. Eventually, you know all the tricks. So it's like you're watching and laughing at things that are different than what the audience would watch for and, and laugh at. That's why comics love watching another comic bomb. Because it's like, all right, how are they going to get out of this? What are they going to do? What's the maneuver? What's the trick? Are they going to just die an ugly death on there? Or are they going to make some rare reference that maybe me and two other people in the whole crowd will get? That's what gets us going. Here's my advice to female comics, if you want it. If you miss out on an opportunity, don't automatically chalk it up to misogyny. Go back a year or two and think about an opportunity you missed out on that you were pretty sure was due to you being a woman and watch your set from that time frame and try to look at it objectively and go, if I were in that Booker's Place or that comedy club or that festival or whatever, would I have booked this comic at that time? You may just not have been ready. That's what male comics have to deal with. We don't have that excuse to fall back on. And you know what? It may have been misogyny. I'm not ruling that out. That's not something you can control. What can you control? Getting better. Writing every day. Performing as often as you can. Doing new material, excuses aren't going to help you. And you can build your own audience. There's evidence of that everywhere now. Social media has effectively removed the gatekeepers that would have held you back. So put your, st- your best stuff out on TikTok and YouTube and podcasts and whatever you want. Because... Whatever misogyny or patriarchy or any of that stuff, as much as it exists today, it hasn't held back Taylor Tomlinson. She made $17.4 million this year touring in only 114 shows. She can make it despite everything else that's against her. You can too.
I hope you enjoyed this. I will see you tomorrow with another video. 100 videos in 100 days. We're on day three. No, I don't, I don't know what day we're on. I just keep doing this because it, it's good for me. All right? Love you guys.